Well, let me tell you something, brother. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Big Glice here with a new counterpart this week. We got Carlos on board for this episode. What's going on, man? Good, man. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. This is going to be a regular thing with us. We're going to mix it up a little bit, like mixed tag matches. We're going to have uh, fatal three ways and with Big Tony and uh, everything. So glad to have you on board, man. Thank you, man. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, excited to do this. Right. right on. I wanted to reach out to everybody out there this week and kind of get everything rolling with the money in the bank reactions and kind of what happened as a recap this week on Raw, not SmackDown. I keep saying that, but I'm not covering SmackDown. Um, we got the spoiler alert for SmackDown. <laughs> yes, we have inside information because we went into the future. <laughs> You're only a couple blocks away. Go watch the taping, man. Come on. <laughs> Jump on it. Come on. <laughs> right? I mean, it was taped on Monday, but it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny if I show up to that door. They'd be like, uh, who are you? <laughs> uh, I'm the new new guy for the performance center. <laughs> uh, I'm Pineapple Pete's new partner. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, this week in wrestling was pretty unique, man. I know you had your uh, a little bit of a negative reaction to Money in the Bank. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I mean, since it is Money in the Bank, I'll, I'll say this. Since the main thing of the pay-per-view is Money in the Bank, I, not to say it was a waste, but it was it was bad, man. I, I don't understand what they're trying to do. Uh, maybe it's like sort of like a, they want to carry on from like the Undertaker matches and the Cena matches. Uh, maybe that's something that they want to try to try to do, but uh, uh, I guess you have to fail before you're su- successful at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I agree with you in that aspect. I think they were trying to just do some more pre-recorded like movie style yeah. matches. It worked for one of the matches at WrestleMania. I mean, Russell, or the Boneyard match was great to me. The Cena match was terrible. That's funny. I see it the other way around. Well, I like it, and I said this on a previous show, I liked it because of all the nostalgia. Okay. I, I don't like it because there wasn't a fight. I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think the – I'm just tired of seeing Undertaker, I guess. I, I'll, I'll watch AJ Styles all day long, but I'm tired of um, – I think for years now what he what he's really doing to his career is just – it's not working and it's just really taking down like that not taking it down but it is gonna affect in the long run like that phenom undertaker thing that we that we think about because we we just see him weak you know like we see him what he is he's old yeah Uh, there's no there's no way to say it but he's he's old he's out of out of his uh prime way out of his prime (laughs) that's true yeah i mean being 50 plus years old and having multiple knee and hip surgeries and I mean, it takes its toll, especially like I feel his pain because I am like pretty tall. I'm not in the best shape. I'll admit that. But being lanky like that, I mean, it takes its toll on your joints. Yeah. I mean, everybody he, in my family has it. And he's like one of those big guys that like, you know, he does like the old school move. And mm-hmm. he he was very unique for his time as, as far as a big guy. So, uh, I mean, not to say he was like a high flyer because he really wasn't, but 
he would jump over the rope every once in a while, and it was pretty spectacular to watch it. Um, to yeah. see some big guy move like him. So I years it happens in all the sports. The bigger guys they they crumble faster than the smaller guys. Oh, it's very true. I mean, so, you go back and look at the wrestlers out of like the '80s. I mean, most of them have either unfortunately passed away or they're just withered away, like Lex Luger, who's like bones. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, well, Jake the Snake with uh, with AEW now. You see him like after years and years. That guy's a whole different story because he was like all messed up, and there's like oh, yeah. a long story behind him. Uh, but like you, you can definitely tell in his body he's like all messed up. And I'm very much hoping that like Sting and Jake the Snake is not going to be a thing because I really don't want to watch that. Uh, I think it. Might I, I like be... him where he is like manage. Uh, what's his name? Um, who's the guy he's managing? Lance uh, Archer. Lance Archer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so just let him be. It's awesome that he's back. I, I, he's that guy still after years and years, he steps yeah. in the ring, he opens up a mic. I mean, when he came out, the pop that he got for his music and it's like a young, younger generation. It, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. I can't wait to see what it's going to be like in front of a crowd now. I mean, yeah. especially now that he's kind of bringing the snake back in and feuding <laughs> with Brandy Rhodes. I mean, that's kind of special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was that's weird. That I mean, I I enjoyed it. I like it. I guess they're 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 gonna keep the stake. I just like that he's not with it all the time. Yeah. You know, bring it out every once in a while, like once every two months or something. Like, don't make it like a regular thing. Right. I mean, for like the nostalgia guy in me, like that's something from my childhood. So I was like, I'm so pumped to see it. But yeah, <laughs> keep it at a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it it, it could take away from Lance Archer. You know, yeah. like it it's maybe. Kind of like we're, we we're, we'll get into this later with like the Johnny Gargano thing and uh, yeah and maybe he takes away from uh, Candice a little yeah. bit and and it's not that he's doing it on purpose it's just that he's such a big star already mm-hmm. that like anything that he does might oversee Lance Archer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but let's give the people what they want real quick and dig into this money in the bank if you want to call it that five episode or five match episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, what, what was the first one? Tag team, right? Uh, technically it was the surprise match between Jeff Hardy and Cesaro that spawned from SmackDown. I don't think anybody really watched it because it was on uh, the kickoff show. Well, I didn't even watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Jeff Hardy beat Cesaro via pinfall, which it was a pretty quick match. So. Now, what do you think? Was it like a pushover match? I think it might have been just to get Jeff Hardy back in to competition. Yeah. yeah they 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 were trying to do or it looked like they were gonna do something with Sheamus. At first I thought that, yeah, but it's kind of funny that they put him against Cesaro and he's feuding with Sheamus. Yeah. Maybe there's a bar reunion coming. Uh yeah, could be. Yeah. It could be. I mean they, they might be hurting in tag teams, so Oh, SmackDown's definitely hurting. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think four tag teams like that. That four tag team match was pretty, pretty good. It was. I agree with you. And sadly, my pick didn't win because I picked Lucha House Party. Lucha. Oh, okay. All right. Neither did mine. My, my was Forgotten Sons. Okay. Um, New Day definitely showed their dominance i would say in that match pretty much 
Yeah. I mean, they, they showed they're the old veterans and they're going to win in, in situations like that. Yeah. Uh, I think I, the match was good. I think the match was – the flow of the match was very good. Uh, you, you had a, a few pretty cool moves going off, off the ropes, like Johnny Morrison. The mm-hmm. tags were definitely, like, like, good. Like, it was a very smooth match. Like, there wasn't yeah. many botches. Uh, I didn't quite like the way it ended. I I, I would have rather they just kind of had someone um, win the match instead of having like uh, what uh, I always forget his name, the guy from Unforgotten Sons got kicked out, and then that kind of like led to Biggie. Oh yeah. Eventually, uh, that to me is kind of like I guess they're trying to push Forgotten Sons as a heel. Uh, oh, definitely, that's what they were in NXT. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I actually saw them in a house show, and they tried to turn him face at one point. Yeah. So, but they're a heel. They're, and I don't think they need to be pushed to heel. That's why I don't think that really – it didn't help them at all right. if you want to push them heel. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing with their persona, too. They're, they're three pissed-off Marines because that's why they're called the Forgotten Sons because they're acting like America forgot about them. Yeah. How are you going to make that a face? <laughs> you can't make that face. Right. If you tried to make that face, you can't. That would be the dumbest move on Vince's part ever. <laughs> there, there's some pretty dumb ones here lately. Oh, yes. Yes, there is. And we talked about this on Saturday. Like, the tag team with uh, Ricochet and Cedric, mm-hmm. giving it the name Two Fly. Uh, yeah. I just don't see why those guys have to be in a tag team. Well, I think it's kind of a career savior or career saver mode for Cedric because of how negative Vince went against him. Okay. And then to put him with uh, Ricochet, I think somebody put this bug in his ear like, these two could be a great cohesive team. Maybe this is his next shot. And I could yeah, see like – Ricochet was kind of unhappy, I think, at one point, according to what some people were saying. Yeah. So if Cedric, if, yeah, I guess you could. If it's in that case, go ahead and do it. Yeah, I mean, I I think Cedric's an amazing talent. They really shouldn't get rid of that guy. Right. He's and amazing in the ring. I can see him if they do cut him going right to AEW to be with Big Swole because that's oh. his wife. Uh, he he would definitely be one of the guys that they pick up, and they'll make him like I think a main thing. Like, oh yeah, he's amazing in the ring. Uh, I yeah. I don't know much about him. I, I I don't know about his like mic skills and stuff like that, but. In the ring, I watch him all day long. Yeah. I mean, they did, he doesn't have much of a chance to get on the mic because they don't give him the opportunity. So, Exactly. It's just bad. Uh, how, how do you say it? It's bad. Uh, the way they, they use him is incorrect. Yeah. It's very poor. It's yeah. horrible. But congrats to the New Day. Keeping the belt. Eight-time reign. I mean, they're going to beat out Dudley's here, I think, because they have to win it two more times. That means they got to lose it two more times. So. Yeah. We'll see. I think the Dudleys, that's a big – that's a big, that's one of those tight teams that that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if they give it to them. I mean, if, if they do, then good for them. They they deserve it, man. They, for years, have been I, – I really enjoy New Day. I've never really disliked them. Mm-hmm. You ask me between them and Uso, I like Uso more, but it's because I like their personality more. Yeah. Um, but the New Day, I mean, they're, they're awesome. They're, oh, yeah. There's nothing more to say about them. Right. With this run by himself, uh, there was talks about like Big E going heel at one yeah. point. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I mean, if it's I, gonna happen right now, is the time to do it because they might be missing a little bit of like singles action here. 
Yeah. Uh, but like you said, the tag team is weak, so it, it, it might not be the time to do it. No, especially with Xavier being out still. And God knows when he's coming back, so. Yeah, or Achilles tendon. I, I I wasn't sure what his, his injury was until I heard it in Money in the Bank. Uh, that's a pretty big – that's a big thing. Yeah, it's at least a year, and it's – I think it's only been about six months, so – and I love that Corey Graves digs at him every episode. He's like, what's he out with a video game in- in- injury? Excuse me. <laughs> you hurt his thumb again? <laughs> I love Corey Graves. <laughs> yes. And if and I'm not plugging the show, but I will. Um, if you get a chance, listen to After the Bell podcast. He goes pretty in-depth with some people you haven't heard from in years. I will definitely – I'm going to write it down right now, actually, After the yeah. Bell. Yep. Cool, man. Yeah, he, he does a pretty good job. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to him. I I, I like him. I like yeah. him. He's uh either either one if he's like going for the heels or if he's going for the face. Like no matter what he says, he's he's fucking hilarious. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love how too, like since he started dating Carmella, he's kind of like not said anything either way about her. He was very neutral. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, he stopped rooting for Mandy Rose. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. Maybe she put a bug in his ear. I thought they, they did something. I don't know where I saw it. I saw whoever showed it, but he was like, like flashbacks of, of flash, uh, flashbacks of him in the ring. Yeah. And I was like, mm, question mark. I don't think so. Like, I don't think he's going to make a return, but. No, not he. He got hurt. I know that, and that's why he stepped into the yeah the announcer's up. role. Yeah, watching some of his last NXT matches, like right before he became an announcer, he was doing okay. Yeah. But obviously, this is a better move for him. Yeah, he's he's really good on the mic. Oh yeah, yeah he's really good on the mic. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Hall of Fame career, maybe. Hey, if it comes to, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, co- commentator. Who? What commentators are are in the Hall of Fame? Uh, Jr. and the King. Okay, those are the only two right now. I'm sure Michael yes. Cole. Michael Cole eventually. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't want to say anything because I want to. I, I don't want to be that guy. I hate being that guy. But like, Michael Cole is starting to sound like when he first started was he was interesting to listen to, but. He really what the way he talks now is kind of like stop yeah. reading the paper so much kind of like take the earpiece ear, earpiece out and maybe do a little bit of what you learn from jr you know like yeah but if i have to hear the words it's boss time one more time <laughs> i'm gonna stop watching smackdown <laughs> you just put it on mute watch the wrestling <laughs> right or when roman reigns come back comes back he's gonna like of course here comes the big dog i'm like really yeah, I think we're all, we're, we're all over that. <laughs> the horse is done, been dead, and it's probably bones by now. Stop beating it. Yeah. Uh, uh, they need to turn that guy heel, bro. They, I think oh, they Michael Cole? No, uh, Roman Reigns. Oh. Whenever he gets back. Yeah. Whenever well, he gets back, I want to see hard heel. Like, right. I, I don't know how you're going to do it, but hard, hard heel. Hey, put him up against – well, I know he's on SmackDown, but put him up against Rome or – Seth. Uh no, I I would put him. Mm, I don't know who I would put him against because he's. Well, you know it's going after the championship when he comes back. Uh, I guess 
I guess I'll. So you know you're right. going to be the. I fiend. guess I'll be watching AEW for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Roman but Reigns I, versus Braun Strowman is going to be a hell of a weird match. Dude, I I actually I I enjoyed it. I I'm not much for to say that. Eh, I mean, I like the big guys. I I, I grew up in the. Attitude age, so I have to like the big guys. It's like oh, that's me too. <laughs> Other than like the Eddie Guerrero's and were like the the ruthless aggression era, and those guys took off. But like, yeah, you know, I saw The Rock and I saw Triple H, Undertaker, Kane, all these big guys, and right. so I kind of have to like him. But I don't know. I want to see him turn heel on like the set thing is dead. You know, like yeah. Eh. Um, I would put him up against someone like. Uh, I don't know. Alistair Black, maybe? I think yeah. people like Alistair Black. I think he, he gets pops for the most part. He's yeah. not faced by any means. He's really not faced. But I think kind of in between. He, well, yeah, he's like an anti-hero type. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're trying to make him like the next Undertaker or whatever. Like, quote on the rumor. Undertaker, you know. Yeah. Uh, but... Put him against Alistair. Put him against Rey Mysterio. Have him, like, break Rey Mysterio into five pieces or something. I don't know. Something, something Well, like that'd that. be the problem. He'd have to go to Raw first. Is he, is he on SmackDown? SmackDown? Yeah. Oh. So. I, I definitely don't mix him up with Braun because it, it's a dead horse. We've seen it. I Remember, it's supposed I to be Roman Reigns and Goldberg at WrestleMania. That's another dead horse. Yeah. That, I love Goldberg. Don't get me wrong. He's gone. Uh, <laughs> he's done. <laughs> thankfully. Thank, like, yeah. I think it's great that he came back. Whatever. It's awesome. It's cool to see him. But as yeah. far as, like, am I going to watch every Friday night because of Goldberg? No. No. This isn't Monday Night Nitro or anything like that. Or, like, back <laughs> in the day. No, bro, I'm not going to watch every Friday for Goldberg. Like, I'll watch. Right. Like, Simon Zayn, they took the belt from him. And I, I, You know, I guess it is what it is. You, you have to defend the belt. But, nah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what you're saying. He's not Goldberg, or he's not Brock Lesnar. He doesn't have that special contract where you can only show up once every three months. Yeah, yeah. Plus, bring him back as a face. Don't keep him as a heel, because I want to strangle him every time I see him. (laughs) What? Who? Sami Zayn. (laughs) (laughs) He is not heel material. I kind of like it. I don't know. (laughs) It's kind of – I mean – yeah, but the thing is, if you could, the, I think the reason they turned him heel is because when they tried to do a face thing, and like when he was in NXT, mm-hmm. and when he first showed up, it that's who he is. He's like the face guy, but like yeah. that's not a Vince guy. So like, they killed Sami Zayn. So they're like, all right, so let's give you something. Let's try to make you heal. You know, like yeah. that's one of those another misuse. Like that guy will go to AW and woof. I don't yeah. know. With anyone. You put him in the ring with anyone. He's one of those guys, again, you put him in the ring and he's good. Every time he's in the ring, he's good. Exactly. He's a good wrestler. Is he great with the mic? I think he is. I, I don't know about great. I think he's good enough. Yeah. And people like him. What, what more do you need if the, you get the crowd going? Exactly. You know, that's part of having a good mic is working the crowd. Exactly right. And the fact that he's bringing back, like, ska music and kind of making it, like, Back in the I, 1990s, I'm I like, love it. I love it. I, I I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I don't know why they did this, but and yeah. you know, it's a Vince thing, I guess. Yeah, he's not some militant leader from like South America <laughs> or something like that. Not, no, 
<laughs> and then the mix with uh, what hurts me the most about that is the whole mix with Shinsuke. It's like, oh. come on, bro. Like Shinsuke was a that guy's like a god in Japan. Yeah, he's like Hogan over there. He's like Ric Flair over there. Like everyone looks up to him, yep. and he comes over here, and it's like, eh, whatever. What are you talking? This guy's one of the best in ring performers of all time. Exactly. I mean, you want to talk about misuse? That's number one right now. <laughs> so. All right, but back to Money in the Bank. And here is the weirdest part of this whole thing is the alliance between Bobby Lashley and MVP. <sighs> when did, where did this come from? I have no idea. They're, they're really pushing Bobby Lashley, that's for sure. Yeah. Is and he going to get a title run here with uh, Drew soon? Uh, maybe. I think that's where MVP is going to take him. It could be. I mean, it, I will see Seth Rollins is probably going to get another match sometime in the next pay-per-view, maybe. Maybe a rematch. Well, um, that's one thing you missed on Monday night was they brought that back and MVP teamed up and helped him to beat R-Truth again. I don't know why he needed help, but um, he said, why don't you go after Drew? Why don't you go after a title shot? When was the last time? And he's thinking about it and he goes it's been 07 bro that's when I started here and that kind of kicked off everything with Bobby so is Seth now out of the picture I don't know if they're going to play that card with the whole pregnancy thing with him because they kind of I'm sure you saw the memes on and whatnot where he looked like comatose on the side of the ring where he was just standing there yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's because he was like playing off he doesn't want to be a father because to stay in heel I know he does but I don't know if they're going to push him. I, I, I think they, they killed the Monday Night Messiah thing with the whole handshake. Yeah. To me, and I'm I like, so oh, happy. Yeah, I mean, I don't like it. I, Seth, just let Seth be Seth. Yes. Like, just good old feuds. Like, exactly. Not, not everyone has to have some sort of weird gimmick to it anymore. AEW is super successful like that. Not everyone has, like, a, some weird gimmick. You know, like, Cody is just Cody. Yeah, uh, Omega's just Omega. Uh, exactly. Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, but that's <laughs> Matt Hardy's three people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt Hardy's Matt Hardy, but like Cody's Cody, uh, Archer's Archer. Like that's it. We don't need to see Moxley is Moxley. Hangman's uh, drunk. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Had to throw that shot in there, even though I like him. Um, <laughs> Whatever happened? Is is he coming back anytime soon? I, I think so. I mean, they're trying to push him because obviously he has the other belt, so they need that back. But I think it's because of the whole COVID thing. He's one of the people that wants to stay away. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah to, to each your own. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that was another interesting thing on um, AEW to see all the guys in the crowd wearing the yellow wristbands to show that they got tested. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't okay. That, yeah, now, now that I think about it, I'm like, why were they wearing on? Now, okay, now I get it. Yep. I get it. I guess I just haven't seen those bands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't for crowd <laughs> by any means, even though there's still more people showing up. Did you see the people back on the in the seats? Yeah, and then, uh, well, he he might be making a return for Double or Nothing. They're doing the like the All Elite against uh, like the group of them. Yeah. So does that mean that Young Bucks and them are coming back? They have to. I mean, that. Well, no, that was for the uh, Blood and Guts pay per view, but you did. He did make that challenge at the end. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. So I kind of wonder if you're right. Maybe he has to come back for that. Either him, maybe it's like one of the young bucks. Maybe it's like Matt and Paige come back, something like that. Because, I mean, unless they're bringing someone, is there anyone else coming in that we know of? Well, I mean, it's pretty much a closed deal with uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. They signed, the Revolt signed. They're, they they're, signed the AEW? I think so, from what I've heard. I did not hear that. Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard it. I haven't got it in stone yet, but I've heard rumors. I'm going to check one thing that I was reading earlier to make sure it didn't say that. But Oh, then for sure those are those two guys left. Yeah. I'm, it them. kind of has to be with them because if you're saying EC3 is coming with the revolt, mm-hmm. he's been hanging out with Jericho so much that it's kind of leading into it. Like, you know he's coming. I think that's really good for him. Yeah. Very, I, I, I'm, I wasn't a big EC3 fan when he signed, but I don't know much about him. And they, they definitely did not use him correctly. <clears throat> no, not at all. They used him very poorly, and he skedaddled as fast as he could, it seems. Yes. Are you kidding me? Ken Shamrock is back in wrestling again. Oh, yeah, what are I going to do with him? He's on Impact fighting Rhino. <laughs> I, that's why I don't watch this shit. <laughs> I think, like, and Shamrock, really? Yeah. Anyone else? <laughs> and Rhino, too? I mean. Yeah, Rhino's been a long time. I don't even yeah. know because even before he showed up on WWE, he was ECW. Yeah. So. And if you watch Impact now, it's kind of like watching wrestling in, like, the late 90s without all the big people, like Stone Cold and The Rock. It's all, like, RVD and Rhino and Ken Shamrock and do all they these. Have, do they have, like, little – do they come in in, like, wheelchairs? Do they get pushed into the, <laughs> the ring? How do they enter I, – I don't know. That's eh, – whatever, to each other. Again. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't watch Impact because there's nothing there that catches my attention. Exactly. Ring of Honor, I just don't watch it because I don't really know how to. <laughs> yeah. I don't same know thing if with I Impact. watch online or what, what it is, but right. Uh, I would love to watch Ring of Honor because it, it it intrigues me. But like Impact, eh, whatever. I don't want to watch. I never watched ECW anyway. So mm-hmm. RVD, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of, but I'm a fan of him because of like the whole uh, uh, what was it called. Um, invasion thing. Okay. When he came in, so that's yeah. how that's how I know about him. Like the Dully Boys, the same, or the Dully Boys were before that. But yeah, all those ECW guys, you know, I did for what I at one point I didn't even know CM Punk was an ECW. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, he was like it was that was the big like grand poobah of ECW that everybody wanted, and then the day came and he laid the pipe bomb down, and that was the end of it. So. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of his, too. So, I'm kind of secretly wishing in the back of my mind that he joins again. But I don't think it'll ever happen. Well, see, I I think it might – this whole little signed uh, – what's this message message thing that's coming out? Oh, yeah. Anything? Maybe maybe it's tonight. Maybe we're missing it. Well, not right now because it's 6 p.m. But yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it happens tonight. <laughs> well, I think he said the truth comes out in the last message. And I didn't. it didn't have a date, but – Maybe. Some people are doing like the whole. It, it might be him because of the um, uh, 
do I have your attention uh, promo? And then some people are saying because of the black hoodie. Yeah. Black hoodie, so it might be him. Uh, it's definitely going to be on SmackDown because if you look at the screen, all yeah. those, like the superstars are all SmackDown guys. So oh, yeah. unless it's like some random Raw thing or something like that, but. Um, well, there is supposed to be this new invasion thing, like where Raw superstars are going to be against SmackDown for this tournament. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all I for think- it. I don't like the, the, the brand breakup. I do and I don't because it gives more people opportunity to be on TV. That's my plus side. But there's also feuds that you're never going to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I, I, maybe with the COVID thing, maybe they're like, okay, do we have to figure something out because we're – let's keep it real. AEW yeah. is pounding them. I, I haven't seen the numbers because I haven't looked up the rating numbers, but I'm sure AEW is – wow, has to be pounding um, at least the main card. NXT, I don't know. They're blowing. They're blown away. NXT, I know that. Are they really? Yeah. I'm actually pretty surprised about that. And according to this, NXT, ooh, it's getting closer now. Dynamite only had 654,000 viewers on Wednesday. NXT had 604. Okay. So it's getting closer. It used to be like 900,000 for AEW and 600 for NXT. Somebody's the, closing the, the gap. The the carry on cross now. Oh I yeah, got some attention. Killer cross. Yeah, killer cross. That's I, Ralka. That's his real name. It. Yeah, they they, they should have kept it. It's a PG thing, and I don't know why. And I, to repeat myself from Sunday again, it's Triple H's show. He gets to call it. Why is Vin stepping in on the name? <laughs> it, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Vince didn't watch NXT before. Exactly. I guess since the whole SummerSlam thing, he was forced to watch these NXT stars and how the crowd reacts. Like, mm-hmm. SummerSlam really showed that NXT is just a better brand. They have better wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Used correctly. And even if they're not used correctly, they still have good matches. So, exactly. Like, they're still going to have good stuff to watch so yeah. like i guess that kind of caught vince's attention and like hey you're like maybe maybe i really am out of the <laughs> yeah it's like i don't want him to sell by any means because like i was saying i want it to be its own brand i don't want it to be espn run or fox run okay i think if he sells he's he should stay in the family at least maybe sell it to stephanie or triple h or hell even shane might come back and run it that would be. I like. I, know. Shane. Yeah. I like Shane. A lot of people don't like Shane. I like Shane. I think Shane did was gold back in the day. Everyone liked watching Shane and like those King of the Ring matches. Yeah. And like Shane is has always been. I mean, when he came back, the pop that he got, you you would think mm-hmm. he's gonna rock with that pop. Exactly. Like I was like, ah, and you're like, what is going on right now? Right. But that's because. I like Shane. And even when he was a hero or a bad guy, I still liked him. He's fun to watch. Exactly right. And I think he's smart. I, he did okay with SmackDown. Like, he did good with SmackDown. Like, his stuff kind of worked. I don't think he should have been, like, when he did the SummerSlam, I don't think he should have been in it. Yeah. But it is what it is. That's Shane, so it, it's expected that he's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, maybe it's Shane. I, as long as Triple H is there. Yeah. Like, as long as Triple H is writing, doing something, you know, uh, creatively helping with the main card. 
for sure. And it's a long, long time coming. They, yeah. they should start now if they haven't already started. Yeah. And I think it's probably good to have somebody in touch with the people that are still in the ring because AEW is run by a wrestler that's still competing. NXT is run by a wrestler that just stopped competing a year ago. Yeah. If you're in touch with the guys in the locker room, you put on a better show. Vince is so distant that it's not good television and it needs to stop. Yeah. You so. can't control it's hard to control something when you're when when you're when you're out of touch with it. Yeah. You know, like you can try to control things, but just like you're controlling something because your mindset is still in the eighties or whenever it was the golden days or whatever, the right. golden era. Uh but it doesn't work anymore. Guys are smaller. They're more athletic. Um, mm-hmm. The gimmicks don't work. Like, the Hogan gimmick would absolutely fail today. Oh, yeah. Like, if someone came out like Hogan today, it'd be a disaster. Like, it, it'd be like one of those Monday Night Raw, and then you'll never see him again because yeah. it just doesn't work. We want to see, like, the Cody's and the, you know, with the truck. Like, on uh, Wednesday, he showed up in the yeah. truck. And it, like, he's in a suit. You know, like, that's – it's him. Like, that's Cody. Yeah. You know, so we we don't, and Chris Jericho still pushes a little bit. I don't know if Chris Jericho is always Chris Jericho, but <laughs> it works. So keep doing it, Jericho. <laughs> it changes weekly. I mean, you have Jericho, the pain maker, then you have Le Champion, and then you have Le Sex God, and like, come on, man, pick a persona. <laughs> but hey, it works. <laughs> yep. Top five, I think, of all time. Yeah. But oh. I'd say top 10 for me, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> but. Yeah, I think uh, we that's like the Monday Night Messiah. I don't like it. Like, just let no. Seth be Seth. Two years ago when I was in Grand Rapids and I saw him live, that's the Seth Rollins I want. The yep. fighting champion. Yep. Even though he did lose to Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler that night and lost the Intercontinental title. I But I don't, I don't hate Dolph. So, like, you know, like, Dolph is good in ring and – I kind of liked the whole, like, Shawn Michaels entrance things that he was doing. Mm-hmm. It kind of like uh, – it's kind of like why I like the John Cena match because it's kind of like a a nudge. I like the Hogan's and, like, those mm-hmm. big guys. And it's kind of like – to me, it's like a very – to me, the Cena Wyatt one means yeah. more than the AJ Undertaker one. Okay. So, like, the whole – uh, the idea of like going back to NWO days and all that, and like that's kind of like a jab at Vince, and that's why I liked it. Okay, it was kind of like we're tired of seeing the Cenas, you know, like the yeah. whole day you could have pushed me over in WrestleMania, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. Vince didn't. Yep. Uh, and I mean, that's Bray Wyatt is gold. I think. Yeah. Braun, him and Braun Strowman, I think, is very fun to watch. I I, I like the match. Like, the whole puppets on the side. And it's kind of, yeah. like, dumb, but it works. It does. It's kind of, like, it's very creative. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know who's who created that. It's definitely not Vince. No. I don't know who it was, but <laughs> it definitely wasn't him. And then, like, the the Black Sheep mask. Uh, I thought it was a good match. We're, yeah. we're going to see him against The Fiend, you know, and maybe the lights are, all, are turned off. It's, it'll be interesting because he's not the champion. Yeah. So maybe it's not, um, but it's a good feud, I think. Right. And I really do think they're saving the Fiend for a crowd. I think they're not going to utilize him in a 
empty stadium like that because he feeds off the crowd. That's what he does. Like he feeds off the fear and to have yeah. that kind of match with the red light and the hell in the cell type thing, it doesn't work with nobody there. True. True. Yeah. Um, I never, I, I never thought about that. But yeah. Yeah. True. So, true. I mean, it's also kind of, Brett has always kind of fed off the crowd though. He's very good. Oh yeah. At that. Yes. He's great at that. Oh yeah. But, to see him wrestle in an old Navy sweater like he did, that was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of weird to see him like that because I, I guess you're used to seeing like the the old Wyatt if he's not like, you know, the mm-hmm. now, but you're used to seeing him without that. And it's kind of like, plus it's uncomfortable, man. Why, mm-hmm. like, who would want to wrestle in an old Navy <laughs> I mean, you're sweater. sweating your ass off. I mean, stuff like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. You're like the Mr. Rogers character, but there's got to be a limit to your in-ring gear, brother. <laughs> yeah. So. You definitely got to you got to wear something other than that. But I mean, it works. I, I guess maybe that's because it's part of the whole persona thing. So they want to. He wants to very much keep that separate. Yeah. Which sure. is very hard to do, man. Sometimes, like, there's a lot of characters. Sometimes they like they mix. Yeah. And like. But like the fiend is a fiend, and they're doing a very. He's doing a very good job of they're like keeping them separately. Sure, yeah, he we is. No, Bray is Bray, and we know the fiend is a fiend. Right. But that was one of the more interesting matches, I would say, about that yeah. Money in the Bank. Um, can't say the same for the Bailey versus Tamina match. It was boring. Yeah, I, it was boring. I I don't. Um, I I think to me, I like. I think Bailey messed up like that ankle hook mm-hmm. thing. Like got to me in like uh, in a submission uh, ankle hook. Yep. It didn't get it correctly, and it didn't look correct. You know, oh, like no. it it looked really bad. Like, what are you doing, tickling tick, tickling her feet or something? What, what's right. Going on here? <laughs> I mean, the whole match looked like it was botched, and then then of course you throw in Sasha again. I mean, yeah. you t- talk about beating a dead horse again. And uh, again, it was a Vince thing. Like, yeah, Sasha Banks is good, and she has she's had good matches. And Bailey is good, mm-hmm. she's really good heel. I think she's a great heel. Uh, I liked her better as the hugger. Okay, I mean, I I liked her as a hugger, but I, I don't think for any means is she a bad heel. Yeah, I've heard I've heard the I, a lot of people have, that that have gone back and forth with me about that, like. She's not good as a heel. I'm like, I don't know, bro. She she works it pretty well. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason I keep calling her Karen, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the haircut. <laughs> yep, exactly right. <laughs> that damn so, haircut. Yeah. I, it, it just wasn't a good match. No. And I thought it might have been Tamina's time to shine just because she's been around for 10-plus years now. I get it that Vince is still mad at her dad, even though he's gone, passed away. To me, who's Tamina's dad? Jimmy Snooker. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. shit! You learn something every day. I didn't know. Oh that. yeah. I don't... Man, wow. it's all because of the whole like him and Vince didn't get along for the longest time, and then the attempted murder charges that he was acquitted of, and all his bullshit. And I, he's still taking it out on her for no reason. Vince. Petty, okay. No, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Petty. There's nothing else more to say, man. <laughs> yep. Exactly he, right. He wants to control everything. 
petty. I I could sit here and insult him all day long, but I won't. So. Right. <laughs> I don't. I I look. I I don't. I don't like talking shit about people. I I, I respect them because he's like he's given us what we see today. And like oh, no yeah. matter how he might be out of touch and all this, but like Vince made the attitude age. He you know he made the Hogan's. He made the Ric Flair's. He, you know like those guys. Maybe some of those guys would have been without Vince. Yep. I definitely think some of those guys would have been without Vince, but you can't take like you have to give credit where, where credits due. Oh, I do. Um, is he like as of uh, five fifteen twenty twenty out of touch? Yes, absolutely. Like as yeah. of <laughs> as of today, he's extremely out of touch. Oh yeah, but it is what it is. Because I go back and look at it, like he brought us like the Repo Man and Duke the Dumpster and Doink the Clown and all this bullshit and i'm like he's trying to redo it in this day and age because the clown showed up on money in the bank yeah but the guy it's not the same guy that guy is dead but it's dumb it's so like i don't like the stephanie thing the food fight i'm like even whatever i don't know (laughs) brother love in the bathroom yeah oh my god it's just so much garbage i don't i don't get it (laughs) i I get the Undertaker angle though. That was a good play-in with AJ. Yeah, but are we gonna see it again? I don't know, man. I, I think it was just as like a, a scare tactic slash reminder because I don't think we'll see Undertaker until at least Super Showdown because he's obligated to be there. Um, and it's in Australia, not the Middle East this time. Alistair so, might show up. That yeah. means Alistair might show up now. Yep. Uh. Uh, I, my, my brain says the reason they do it is because I think they're going to build a, I think they're building the Alistair AJ feud. I think that's going to be a thing coming. I hope so. And then I think that whole, like when Alistair locked the door, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like showing, you know, I'm the next, you know, dark force, whatever you want to say. I'm the new phenom. I hope they don't push it too much because, again, it doesn't work anymore. Like, the phenom wouldn't work, I don't think, today. Like, that's why I kind of like that he, you know, the bike and all that. It kind of works. But, like, the whole the hat and the eyes going backwards, eh, whatever, you know. Yeah, the gunslinger era is dead, unfortunately. (laughs) Roman Reigns killed it, obviously, at 33. I like the dead man, the – American badass Undertaker, anyways, and he needs to brush that off a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, if I, I don't, I don't mind him having matches. Like, I don't, you know, I mean, first, I'm, I'm not the owner, so it, it's not my money. Right. Uh, secondly, <laughs> like, look, if he's on TV, I'll watch him. You know, like, and like, even if I don't watch it, I'll watch like the YouTube highlights, and I'll look up a night, like, oh, Undertaker shows up on Raw, and I'll be like that, that geek that that wants to like look up. You know, yeah. Undertaker on Raw. I'm that guy, so it oh, is me too. But like, do I want to see him have a feud with Alistair Black anytime soon? Hell no. No, <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen. I hope. Um, well, I admit it too. Like every time I watch Raw or SmackDown or anything, and the Undertaker's bell tolls, like it gives me chills to this day. I mean, I mean it did yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, it still does. Yeah, it still does. The the, the bell still works. It's just the the person doesn't go with the bell anymore. You know, like. Yeah, the bell has outgrown him. Like the his entrance means more than him, which yep. is the best I, to me the best entrance of all time. Exactly. And I yep. probably to me and to a lot of other people because I've heard that before. That's yep. not really coming from me. Yep. Um, 
but it, it, it yeah. works, you know, the exactly. lights go off, boom, and you're like, oh, okay, it still works. It's like, it's not Kane. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not Kane, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, but I guess that brings us kind of to the match of the night, the Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins fight. I, I liked it. I yeah. like Drew. I uh, I like Drew a lot, and I hope they yeah. let him carry it for, for a little while. I think he's doing very well. Yes. And the cool thing about it is that he is a Vince guy. Right? Yeah. He's like a Vince guy, right? So he's like that big guy, but he's like a big guy that moves. And yeah. he doesn't – and he takes, uh, he, he, he takes bumps. Yep. Like Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman took a, a few bumps on – on the Bray match and like he falls and you can see that he's hurting and mm-hmm. the, the realism, like the whole yeah. compared to Brock Lesnar suplex you 10 times huh. because that's all I know how to do. I don't take a bump. And when I do, I stand right back up. It doesn't sell. Yeah. At least to me, you know, like you'll get the pop because Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. But like, just look at what he used to be with Kurt Angle. Yeah. Like the, the, the evolve of what he's become is like that's a typical Vince thing, like just beat up on people. Exactly. And Drew is not doing that. Like the whole three, two, one Claymore thing is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he finished him without counting three, two, one is a oh, good yeah. thing. Is a good thing that he's not using it all the time because then it gets it gets corny. Exactly. And it was kind of like reminiscent of like the RKO with JR, like you got Claymore out of nowhere. I'm like, like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was great. I thought yeah. it was it, it's, it was definitely match of the night. Yep. And anytime Seth Rollins is in the ring, it's hard not it's hard for him not to be match of the night because he's so good. Right. And, and also, yeah. I mean, watching it's it's hard for me because I was a Seth Rollins fan when he was Seth Rollins. Yeah. It's hard for me to watch this transition and see him become like the ultimate heel, like for WWE kind of, but not on like an MJF level by any means. Um, uh, MJF is a different level of. (laughs) Don't even get me started yet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about him, but I hate him. (laughs) I want to drive to Jacksonville and punch him in the face. Like Seth Rollins. I, I think I sincerely disliked him at one point. Like I Mm -hmm. sincerely, every time I saw him, I was like, and you're like, that's heel. Perfect. I love him. That's what a heel is supposed to be. But, like, MJF, I look at him like, oh, God. <laughs> Take him out, somebody, please. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they added the, the fact that he's undefeated. And I'm like, bro, this guy needs to lose right now. <laughs> he's not undefeated. They even said that. Yeah, but, I mean, as far as, like, one-on-one combat he is. Right. But has he fought anybody other than Cody? No. Oh, okay, I guess yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> They're not doing, like, a Goldberg thing, are they? Like, oh, I hope not. I will stop watching tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I said that in, in, in my episode, like, AEW has to be very careful about what they do. Yeah. Because they they might be hot right now, but WWE is WWE, and NXT is NXT also. Yep. You know, they're competing against, especially Wednesday nights, Triple H has a good program going there and has for years, mm-hmm. and they have a fo- following. Yep. So they have to be very careful about – like this whole Brody Lee, which we're, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, and, Mo- and Moxley, I, I love him. Yep. 
All you had to do was ask. That's the best line of all time. Yeah. <laughs> you look him right I up. And, it. <laughs> all you got to do is ask and then get jumped by 10 guys. I'm like, okay. I couldn't, dude. I couldn't stop laughing when he said that. <laughs> right. Which actually kind of makes makes me bring up that other point that Don and I and you were talking about earlier about with Renee Young wanting to become a manager. And it's funny that she doesn't want out to go to AEW to be with him. Hey, I mean, maybe maybe Moxley doesn't want Maybe AEW doesn't want it. It, it could be. Do you think, do you, do you think it, it, it affects Moxley in a bad way? No. I don't think it affects him at all because I think his character would distance, distance himself from her like he has with everybody else anyways. The only thing is, is like, I don't, I don't know how they would use her other than being a valet for somebody or a backstage reporter like she is now. Like, why make a lateral move to a different company? Yeah, I, I, I think she's fine where she is. I, I, I don't – I guess to make that to, – to make a move like that, you, you kind of have to, like, look at the positive and negatives, and there's not really much positives. But yeah. then there's also not many much negatives, so I, I think it doesn't really affect anything. Yeah, uh, I can see that. I, I think if anything, it, it might be a negative thing for Moxley. Mm-hmm. especially if they do like a relationship thing because he's doing very well with it, this whole crazy persona. You know, like, I, I don't even yeah. know. He, he's not face. He's not heel. He's kind of just like crazy. Lone he's, wolf. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he he's, he's, he's Moxley, but it's like Dean Ambrose at his best. That's what Dean, yeah. Dean Ambrose at his best was when he was Moxley. Yeah, exactly. So, it's the same thing. So I don't know if that will help him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely, I, I don't think it will help him. If anything, I think it will hurt him. Yeah. Because then you get into this whole like little relationship thing and it's kind of like, eh, yeah, whatever, you know? Right. Plus after watching, like I follow her on social media and whatnot, as all you guys out there listening should follow us on so- social media. You like that tie in? <laughs> Um, I loved it. That was very, very professional. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, put that right in the middle. Of it. <laughs> exactly. At Game On Sports for everyone. Oh, um, <laughs> I follow her on a lot of social media, and she is like becoming best friends with Nia Jax. I I hold my mouth about Nia Jax. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of negativity out there on her right now. I have never liked her. I don't know what it is about her. Like, I don't yeah. like her in ring. I don't like her on the mic. And it's weird because she's like in that whole, she's part of the Uso family, right? Yeah. She's like the sister. Yeah. But like, I like the Usos. I love Rikishi. So mm-hmm. it's like, why do I not like her? I don't know what it is about her. that I it, And maybe it is that she's hurt a few people. And I don't yeah. know if she does it on purpose or, like, that's not my game because I've never been in the ring and I'm not, like, some sort of insider. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, that, I think that's a big deal. Like, they, it's a very dangerous thing that they do. It, as yeah. fake as it is, it's very dangerous. Exactly. Uh, um, so I, maybe that's why I don't like her because I, I, at this point she's hurt a few and it's not like – like, uh, who was it that hurt uh, – was it – was it Seth that hurt Finn? No, it was who hurt Finn? It was Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. So like, yeah. it's like his only one, and it's kind of one of those like freak things where you're like, okay, that wasn't supposed to happen, right? Sort of thing. 
But like Nia Jax, I think has hurt like what, like two or three people now. So exactly, I, I mean, why keep putting your back out there? And also, it doesn't work for the women. And I right. don't want to be that guy. <laughs> let me okay, everyone. <laughs> let let me okay. Let me go back. It doesn't work in the sense that they don't have an Undertaker or like they don't have a Hogan or they don't have like that dominant force right. that you can compare it to. So, like, if you are going to try to do, like, Tamina doesn't even work, really. Like, Tamina had a pretty bad match with Bailey. Yeah. Um, so, if you're trying to do, like, this dominant forcing, which is, that's her gimmick, that's her thing, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. It doesn't work because all the women are fast action, good technical wrestlers. You know, Charlotte yeah. Flair, submissions, Becky uh, could do everything, Bailey, yeah. Like, they're all, it, we haven't seen it yet. You know what I'm saying? There's it, no heavyweight division. Exactly. Yeah. There's no like big people. Yeah. Like it just doesn't work. Like she's maybe she's look, maybe she's super ahead of her time. I don't know. Maybe. Like 30 years from now, we're talking about Nia Jax as like the beginning of the dominant force in the women's division. Right. And my my thing is too, like if you watch both shows, either WWE or NA, or AEW, you have the same problem on both shows. You have somebody like Nyla Jack or Nia Jax or Nyla Rose, which is kind of weird that they're kind of almost the same name. Yeah. Um, She's a champion now. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen her. I honestly, I have not seen her. And I hate, I'm, I'm totally against this stereotype that yes, she is transgender. Yes. She used to be a guy, Okay. but she's not anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't I don't think that matters. Who cares? No, it doesn't. Whatever. And everybody online is giving her so much shit for that. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Like, look, it, it money damn business. Exactly. Right when I was younger, if you, you didn't mind your business, you get slapped up. So exactly. like, you know, mind your business. Some, you know, like you're not a doctor. You're not going to sit here and tell me what's right or wrong. Like that's, this is wrestling. This is right. Like I, I'm not here to talk about your, whatever you believe mm-hmm. and your belief is, is your exactly. belief. You have the right and the freedom to do so, but uh, Amen. keep, keep, keep that on your side, I guess, you know, if that's, yep. if that's what, you know, Hey, look, if that's what helps you sleep at night and it's probably sad if it does help you sleep at night, that, that part. Right. Um, it, it is what it is. You know, you're, you're always going to have, I guess, jackasses. Sorry. I don't oh, know yeah. if this is like, is it supposed to be rated G? This? G-G? Fuck no. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I let him slide all the time anyway, so I'm not Vince McMahon either. Whatever, bro. Is she good yeah. in the ring? Is she entertaining? Yes. I don't fucking care then. Exactly. And my point that I was trying to get to is like, how are you going to have a girl like that versus little Riho, little or Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss? I mean, it, the mismatch is way too big. Yeah. yeah Somebody's going to get broken. She she's before she she might be before before her time, bro. I mean yeah. that's that's just maybe she's just doing the best she, that she can. And look, I don't know her personally. Like I don't. She's yeah, not my yeah. friend or anything like that. Like, but like, do I like her in the ring? No. Do I like her on the mic? No. Do I do I think she's dangerous? I don't think she's dangerous, but like, she has history of, of hurting people. Yeah. So like, you kind of have to be like be careful with that type, yeah. sort of. You know. So. It's just me being honest. Like, I, right. I, I, I would hate to see anyone get hurt. And that's with any sport. Like, 
Look, I don't exactly. like Tom Brady. It doesn't mean I, I enjoyed him breaking his leg the year the Dolphins won. I mean, maybe because the Dolphins went to the playoffs, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's no bias there anyway. I, I sincerely don't like anyone getting hurt. Like, it sucks that Tom Brady broke his leg. It sucks that anyone will get hurt. Yeah. It, it sucks. Yeah. I'll give you a little bit of a warning, man. She lives in Orlando, so be careful on the streets. Uh, she she will beat my ass if she saw me. Oh, my God. I go into a bomb. Like, please don't hurt me. She is huge. <laughs> well, you saw and kind of a good segue to get into the ladder, or the ladder match. You saw what happened to Ray with her and Otis, right? Uh, refresh my memory. Ray was standing in between them, and they kind of, like, both collided. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Ray passed out on her boobs, and I was like, oh, that's so – not PG. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ray. Ray is uh, Ray is really good at pushing over people. Oh yeah, I, he's so good at it. He's yep. so good at it. I I love Ray. Yeah, love Ray. I mean, I, I I've never heard anyone that doesn't like Ray. Exactly, and that kind of puts you know, it in perspective. Who's, who's that one guy out there? Is like, no, Ray Mysterio's garbage. Like, what? You don't hear that ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. No. I mean, there's a reason why they call him the goat, even though yeah. that's kind of Becky's name now too. But the man. Yep. Well, actually, no. You saw. You didn't see it. Uh, they gave her a jacket on Raw afterwards. It had like, it was like the man, the original something, all about the first one because she was the first champion. And then at the bottom it said dot 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 the goat. Oh, I saw a picture of that. Okay, so that's where where it's from. I saw. Yep. I saw. I, I saw what you're talking about. Okay. I just didn't think it was like an actual thing. It was like a fan-made thing. Nope, that was hers. Like, they gave it to her. That's awesome. Yep. Congratulations to Becky and Seth Rollins. I don't know. Exactly. What I don't know if those are real. Whatever. Never mind. Yeah. The fifth wall, fourth wall, whatever wall it is. I can't really – like, it's hard to pronounce Becky's real name because it's very Irish. <laughs> <laughs> so. She's, she's one that – she's she's awesome. Oh, yeah. Becky. Oh. I love Becky. I could watch Becky all yeah. night long. Oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong, man. When she said that line to Asuka where it's like, you go be a warrior, be a champion, I'm going to go be a mother, it made me tear up a little bit. Yeah, I was – I was like, that's how – that's how, to me, that's how you tell a wrestler is good. Exactly. Like, you can connect with them on a personal level when, like, something personal happens to them. Mm-hmm. That's how you know they're good. Oh, yeah. Because – like uh, Ray, like uh, rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. When like Ray would, yeah. oh man, to me, I was like, yep. dude, like, when when he passed away, it was horrible. But oh, I yeah. saw guys like that, like Batista, uh, Ray, and like his very like uh, Chris Chavo, uh, Jericho, all yeah. those guys. Like it was a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. But it's, congratulations to them. I it's awesome. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I like the way they, they, they handed off the belt, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad it didn't go to Shayna Baszler now. Like, if she would have won that match. Really? Yeah. I, I don't like her. Really? Yeah. I was I, rooting for, I was rooting for uh, uh, da, 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 what's her name? Lacey Evans. Anyways. I was – my pick was Lacey Evans, and I like Lacey Evans more. I just – Shayna Baszler is like, I don't like Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I don't, I don't like her. I'm not like a big fan of hers, but like she would have been like, I don't think it has anything to do with her. I just, 
I think they they misuse Oscar, and to me, this is kind of like a slap in the face to Oscar. Uh, yeah, yes and no. Like you know, like they could have uh, handed the money in the bank to like Lacey Evans or something like that. Yeah, or like Naya maybe, uh, or whoever else, and anyone at this point because yeah. since Becky was not going to be champion. It does like it really doesn't matter at the end of the day because you can right. always like have them be one of the four people that doesn't win the belt or something like that, you know, like yeah. Baron Corbin type thing. Uh, and uh, I think Oscar, I don't know, I I like the green stuff. I just yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind of like a slap in the face to her. Yeah, um, I did like how they played it off though. Like you you knew she didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And then once she found out that it was because she's pregnant, like the look on her face was actually genuine. So it was like, she broke character. She did, she did something Vince doesn't like, and she's not going to get broken for it because that's how it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think it was a very real, like very real thing. Yeah. This is like, this is real. Like this is like people like wrestlers. This is like the real people. Yeah. And maybe Oscar really does do those dances and and screams like that. Maybe that's maybe that's her thing backstage. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I, I think it's kind of stupid, but I, yeah. At that point, I thought it was pretty funny where she was like, "I'm the champion! I'm the champion!" Ah! <laughs> yep. And it then I loved how fun. she told Byron to get out of the chair because I'm the champion. I'm going to be commentator now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I, it it it's starting to work a little bit, I guess. I. To me, the language barrier was a was a big deal. Yeah, like I liked it when she was silent. Yes, like when she was just a dominant force. Like yes. that works. Like she's a dominant force. Like she, no one could beat her or something, stuff like that. Right. Uh, but the language thing, it, it's look right. If yeah. you talk Japanese, that's awesome. I talk Spanish, you know. Yeah. Oh, so, like I when um if any of those like uh when Rey Mysterio told uh what's her name uh, uh Vega. He was like, oh, yeah. like that's what I was like, all right, cool. That's pretty cool because I understand it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand, you know, Japanese. Nobody does. Unless yeah. you're Japanese. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you're Japanese. Yep. But, so, you know, whatever. Good Good for Asuka. We'll see what they do with her. Maybe they just yeah. stop. Um, maybe. Yeah. But Bader is coming. And Lacey Evans is coming because of oh, yeah. I, I think, to me, they lost – uh, the coronavirus affected Lacey Evans, her push. Agreed. Like, I think she was having a very strong push there for a little while. Yes. And even me, like, she grew on me. I didn't really like her, mm-hmm. but, like, she grew on me, and I was like, all right, give yep. this girl a go. She, she deserves it because she has some pretty good matches. Oh, yeah. Uh, the COVID-19 has ripped that, that run from her. Yep. And I followed her up through NXT because I thought she was impressive down there. Yeah. And – to bring her character into the heel at first, I was like, uh, it might not be a good idea. And it didn't work. And they changed it. And now look what she, where she's at. And yep. that's yep. Triple H for you. She's a, she's a likable person almost. Yeah. I, I like her. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, the, I thought the heel worked for a little bit. Maybe that's why I didn't like her. But, like, it wasn't a super good heel. You know, no. like, it, like, if you're, if there's, to me, there's nothing worse than being a bad heel. You can be a bad face yeah. because not everyone has to be the face of the company, right? Like, you can have, like, just mediocre guys, middle card guys. But, like, bad heels, man, there's something about just being a bad heel that turns me way off. 
Yeah. I hate bad heels. Like Baron Corbin. Oh my god. <laughs> I hit a note. I heard it. <laughs> You're in the same boat as I am. We could have a whole episode on how Baron Corbin is just I don't know what <laughs> right know what's going on. And it's like when we were breaking this match down on Saturday, I was like asked the question by Tony, I was like, who do you think is going off the side of the building? I was like, if it's not Baron Corbin, then I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's not him, I could care less who it is. <laughs> and go figure, he's the one that threw two people off. And they it that's again another thing of like I feel like in the in the attitude age and even the invasion, I, I've heard some people say they don't like the invasion days. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Like, do I think it's, you know, the attitude age for me means no, but I, I, I enjoyed the TV and I think it was like a yeah. pretty good invasion pay-per-view. And it, like, it, it is what it is. It, yeah. Nothing spectacular, but it was fun to watch, you know. Um, I, they, they, they push things a lot harder now. Like, they jam Roman down your throat. They're going to jam this whatever Corbin is now, the king, and it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, they're going to jam it down your throat. They're like the Monday Night Messiah. Maybe some people don't like it. We don't know because we haven't heard the pop or the non-pop. Uh, exactly. So we don't know if it's working or not, but like to me, it's not. No. And jam it down your throat. Exactly. You know, like everything back in the day was a natural – DX, it just happened naturally. Like yep. it wasn't like you can tell it was just Shawn Michaels and Triple H being Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Yeah. Uh, X Pog, and then they got Road Dog and the, or the Outlaws, and there you go. DX was formed. Yep. Uh, the Rock, and when he <laughs> when he turned heel on um, Farouk, which that was his name back then, right? On who? On uh, Farouk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nation of Domination. The nation. Yep. And then, but it seemed like that wasn't forced. And it was kind of like, just go out there and be a bad guy. And The Rock became The Rock at that extent. Yeah. So, like, maybe maybe that's what Roman needs. Maybe I've always said that. I think that's what Roman needs. He kind of needs to go, like, that hard heel. You need to get, like, deep AJ Styles. Yeah. Take AJ Styles. Like, have him... Not the low blow, please, because the whole Shinsuke and AJ low blow thing was so stupid. Yeah. Uh, but, like, have him do something to him. I don't know. Like, hurt him. You know? Hear him <laughs> off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him off the building. Yeah. <laughs> um, right off the building. Poor guy. <laughs> guy's like 85 years old, bro. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we found out, too. Like, we did a breakdown on him on Saturday. Like, he started wrestling back in 92. But he was only 18. Oh, shit. Okay. So he's not that old then. No. He's definitely not 80. I know. That was me being sarcastic. Oh, no. I'm, I, <laughs> I think of it this way. When you put it in perspective, like, The Undertaker started in 90. Rey Mysterio started in 92. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jericho started in 92. I knew about Rey in WCW. Like, I, I knew who he was. Yeah. So... That's a long time, man. Exactly. And Jericho has been wrestling before then? No, the same year as Ray, 92. 92, okay. Yeah. They both – I think remembering uh, old pay-per-view, they made their debut against each other. Okay. And I think Jericho beat him. I could be really wrong, 
but I, I oh. vaguely remember this. Look, it, it, it's been years and years of drinking, so <laughs> I slept since then too. <laughs> my memory is that, and I also didn't watch. My mom didn't let me watch wrestling back in the day, so ah. I would sneak my, into my grandma's room, and they would leave me there Friday night. My grandma and I would like watch, or like Monday night, I would watch like the wrestling, but, like the pay per views. I didn't start watching pay per views until like. I think the first paper, the first WrestleMania that I actually remember, remember, was I don't even remember it. Mm. I don't even remember it. I don't. Even, but I, it's okay. I have the WWE. Oh, I just plugged the WWE Network. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, watch all the Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so it. Yeah. It it is what it is. Yeah. So, I have to say it. I know it's against popular opinion. I am happy that Otis has the briefcase. All right, let me hear it. I I need to hear this. (laughs) I don't know why, but as soon as he grabbed that that suitcase, Tony texted me the moment it happened. And he goes, what the hell? And I just go, oh, yeah, like he does. And I, I, something came over me. Like, I didn't, I kind of picked him as a dark horse in the prediction show or as a wild card, but I picked, uh, uh, what's his name? Alistair Black to win it. And I'm just like, in the back of my mind, I was like, Otis is going to fuck around and win this thing. And it happened. Yeah. I, and I can't, I, I'm just so happy. I, uh, I just don't, I don't understand why. Is he going to be, like, I really, I mean, I don't know, bro, whatever. Give him the belt. Is yeah. he going to be one of the four people? Do you think he's going to be, like, the fifth guy that never gets the belt? Or are they, like, I don't they know. give him the belt and then they take it the night off, the, the, the night after or something like that? Maybe. I just don't, he's a tag team guy, you know, like, I. Yeah, but where's, what's his face been? Um, where's Tucker been? I don't know. Is he hurt? Is it the whole COVID thing? I don't think so because he's had one match since WrestleMania, and that was the day after because of um, him defending Otis's honor against uh, Dolph Ziggler. Now, he looked good in that match, but Ziggler won, and then he hasn't been seen since. You might we we. You think Tucker's a guy to have your attention now? Nah, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that. Yeah, but I also don't see Otis winning Money in the Bank and it happens. So. True, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming and it happens. So. Right. Well, you I, get... I don't – I'm not against it. I like Otis. I love Otis. He's hilarious. Yeah. But, but Otis against Bray Braun Strowman? It's going to – no. I, it, that's <laughs> another thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. I yeah. just – Look, maybe I'm just salty. I wanted Alistair Black to win, and I'm just salty yeah. that they threw him over the roof. I'm just like, why are you going to throw that guy over the – like, really? Alistair Black gets that? Like, yeah. They gave him, like, some real cool spot with AJ Styles or something like that. Exactly. That they have Corbin throw him over the, you know, fucking whatever, into yeah. the second floor or whatever. I just Six not feet down, it. yeah. Yeah. They supposedly had, like, a roof under, right? Yeah, there was like a multi-tiered roof or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. To and me, I'm just salty. I'm just, I'm a overly, 
Alistair, Alistair Black fan. Like, I gotcha. like Alistair Black. I like him in the ring. I like the whole MMA thing that he does. Like, yeah. Is he like a super technical? Not really, but he, he could probably, he definitely needs to work on that. Yeah. But like, I like him. He's good uh-huh. on the mic. He shoots good promos. People like him. Like, he should have won the money in the bank. Why not? Yeah. He was great in NXT. And he, he carried really... the belt very well. It's not like yeah. he didn't like quote unquote tarnish the belt, which the belt's already tarnished by Brock for years. So like <sighs> that's another thing. Like I don't get it. The belt's already tarnished. Yeah. So maybe give it to someone that maybe untarnishes the belt. Breathe some you know? life into it. Yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Braun, I think, is doing a good job. Uh, Braun right. and Drew are doing good jobs. Yes. Both of them. They'll be there every week. Job, so, like, I – the whole, like, it's not the belt that makes the man, it's the man that makes the belt. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that shit. I think that's yeah. – like, CM Punk is not a man that makes the belt, and he carried that shit better than – I don't want to say names, but a lot of wrestlers. Oh, yeah. A lot and of wrestlers. I will say that he, more often than not, was the real people's champion. And even though that uh, that's the Rock's persona, CM Punk had that crowd in his pocket every week. And it did not matter if he was heel. It, it did not matter if you didn't like him or you liked him. He had right. you in, like, he, you were in his pocket. Exactly. You were going to watch him because either you hated him. He's, he's an example of, like, you either hate his living guts or you really like him. Exactly There's right. no in-between with CM Punk. Like, there is no in-between with him. It's either you hate him or you, or you like him. I always liked him. Right. Even in his really bad gimmicks that they did with him, I still liked him. Yeah, the whole uh, straight edge mafia or whatever it was called. Yeah, and, and you you kept like, oh, but you just watched him in independent wrestling. I was like, I not really. I didn't watch yeah. him in independent wrestling. Like, I I didn't really watch his ECW days. So it's not like I had a, a – I knew who he was, but, like, I wasn't a fan of CM Punk before he got to the main card. Right. So the second I saw him, I was like, bro, this guy is golden, 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 golden. In ring, everything. Yeah. And being from Chicago was a big plus for me. I I say Orton, like you, and Orton is like, you you could probably say he's a heart and soul of of like the main roster now because he's like that old veteran type guy. And he's good. Like, I, I don't, a lot of people, Put Orton in like the Vince guys. Yeah, I I think I think Orton is a good wrestler. Yes, I agree. I think Orton is a very and he definitely outgrew his like his the third generation thing like yep. The Rock did. So like Orton has been Randy Orton for a long time. Oh yeah, but to me CM Punk is a better champion than Orton is. Right on. Yeah, I agree. So, and it's funny too because people think like Orton's this big asshole or whatnot in real life. It's like I physically met the man outside of yeah. the WWE and he's one of the nicest guys I've ever spoken to. That is awesome. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. I mean he he seem I mean he seems like a dickhead in the ring, but outside oh. of the ring he acts very I, I, well. Like those those like when he breaks character, I mm-hmm. love when Orton breaks character. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's hilarious. And he's done it a few times. I don't I, I that guy's probably been fined multiple times by Vince McMahon or so oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Because sure. he's broken the character too many times. <laughs> yeah. So I I think he's funny. And I think he's like, right, Orton's Orton. RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's such a simple move, but 
He sells it. Yeah. Well, that pretty much covers money in the bank. Yeah. We kind of that? we kind of covered on the highlights of Raw in the process too because I mean yeah they did another Angel Garza versus the throwaway match they did a surprise match between Drew McIntyre and Andrade which was kind of a decent match for a Raw episode I like that um, there was a little bit of tension between Selena Vega's whole stable with Austin Theory getting kicked and both. Garza and Andrade laughing at him. Oh, okay. There's going to be a little feud faction there. Unfortunately, the Iconics came back. Yeah? Yeah. And they're just as annoying as ever. I guess I'll, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll go back and I'll, I'll, I'll rewatch it just to rewatch it, but. You don't have to. It wasn't worth, no, it's not worth your time. Like, Austin, <laughs> I, well, what do you think about Austin Theory? Do you like him? I think he has the potential to be a good superstar. I don't think he's going to be like main event roster right away. He'll be definitely mid card for a long time. Yeah. Um, but he has potential. Um, yeah, I, agree. I agree. I can see him feuding against like Ricochet or. Um, oh, I would love to see that. Uh, even Cedric Alexander. I mean, he's that type of athlete. Yeah, he was. He was another one of the guys that I saw at the, at the house show. Okay. I saw Theory before Theory was even a thing on NXT. Right on. Live. <clears throat> so it, it was kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see him now, like on the main card. It's kind of cool. Okay. That's cool. And, of course, Jinder Mahal made a return. He didn't fight, um, but he showed his face, said that everybody's back, or he's back and he's on a new path. And then, of course, the talk of the episode was, the Alistair and Rey Mysterio versus Seth and Murphy. And then Rey Mysterio getting attacked by a zombie-like Seth Rollins and almost losing an eye. I need to, that, that, that's what I need to watch. Yeah. Was the match good at all? It has to be good. The match was different just because the whole time, like, Rollins walked out to the ring, he was just comatose, didn't do anything, stood on the ring apron with his hands on the ropes, just staring into nothing. So, basically, it was like a two-on-one match between uh, Ray and Alistair and Murphy. Uh-huh. And then, all of a sudden, Ray popped him. I don't know if it was by accident or what, but it snapped him out of whatever he was in. That's where the whole thing you texted me about with the rules where the illegal man should never touch the legal man, which I guess Vince was very yeah. pissed about. And then he almost unmasked Ray and then shoved his eye into the corner of the steps and it was bleeding like profusely. And you know how Vince doesn't like blood on the screen. So I thought I lost you there for a second. The camera froze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was. That, that's what I was saying. Yeah, but it's actually me. Hold up, you know what? Oh, we're good now. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, folks, we're not recording in studio today. We're it's kind of hard being in Indiana and Florida at the same time. <laughs> but <laughs> if you figure out how to figure out how to do that, let me know. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that was the whole thing. Like. <laughs> I don't know if I like the angle of them attacking Ray like that. I know he said about 
putting his mask on the line here soon. Like, I don't know if I want to see that angle again. Like, it's been done. WCW did it in the 90s. Yeah, I I like the mask, you know, like certain guys. Yeah. Do, it's the it's the Mexican thing, you know. Like, yeah. It's great. I exactly. Me too. I, I wish there was more of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I you know what who 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 I find real cool is uh I don't know his name. I'm sorry, I'm butchering everyone's name. Uh uh the guy from AW. Uh Jurassic not is it not Jurassic Boy it's Luchasaurus. Yeah. Yeah, Me I too. His mask looks real cool. Exactly, yeah. And I'm so happy that they're going to start a feud with him and Wardlow. Yeah, are they? Yeah, after what happened to Marco on Wednesday. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, true. true yeah, true. I mean, we can, we can, we're pretty much done with Raw anyway, so we can jump into that. Um, pretty much covered all the highlights in like less than five minutes. I like it. That's how bad the shows have been. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but hey, we'll go yeah. with it. But that whole show kicked off with the Best Friends versus Jurassic Express. And that, well, there was a feud a while ago between them and the Lucha Brothers. And you can see that by Ray Phoenix coming out and attacking Orange Cassidy. Which True. prompted a match for next week, which I'm kind of excited to see him back. I'd rather see Pentagon. I think he's more fun in the ring. but Where, Where's Pentagon? I don't know. I think I don't know if he's stuck travel-wise or if he's still in Mexico or doing shows. I know they're released from AAA, so they don't have an obligation to wrestle with them. Okay. So I don't know where he's been. When but. they're doing like uh, – is that the match that's supposed to be like the quote-unquote money in the bank where it's like a chip and whoever wins that gets like a title shot? Oh, no, that's the casino ladder match. That's a double or nothing. Oh, okay, so there's two different shows then going on. No, no. There's going to be – next week is still just regular Dynamite. That's where that match is going to be. Okay. Uh, Double or Nothing is on the 23rd. That's the next paper – their first pay-per-view since Revolution. Okay. So gotcha. – and they actually just added a fourth member – or fifth member to that ladder match in Scorpio Sky. So they added a high flyer to it. So I like that. Okay. But. They have some good stuff going on. I I just recently started watching. Like I've watched the last three weeks, so okay. like I'm recently just getting into AEW. It's a good thing to get There's into. Probably some stories from like the Pentagon Junior. I I've, I've seen him and I've seen highlights of him. I know exactly who it is. Mm-hmm. But like I I don't think I've seen like an AEW match with him and like okay. Adam Page and I again saw like highlights of him. Yep. Um, like I saw the Moxley thing, but that's about it. You know, okay. like I haven't sat through a whole AEW other than the past two weeks. You know, like mm-hmm. jumping on the AEW train because some good shows, man. Dude, I got to tell you this: you're gonna if you go back and watch one of the first pay per views. I think it was All In with the Lucha Brothers versus I. I can't remember who it was. They were on a ladder, about to do something stupid, and somebody screams at Pentagon Junior. And you just hear at the top of him, the top of his lungs go, puta madre. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, this guy just became my hero. And I'm like. <laughs> I want to die laughing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, they, they can't block it out because it's not in English. Like, not everybody knows what that means. And I'm like, this is where AEW has just won my heart because they're going to take it to that edge. 
Yeah, they're they're gonna they are pushing the boundaries. Yeah, they are. They already are. You know, like is it great? I, I wouldn't say it's great, but it's definitely really good. Yeah, really good because like we've seen great before. Like, mm-hmm. so it, it's if you're comparing this to like let's say uh, Attitude Age, it's definitely not at that level. No, but, like, not by any means. Uh, it's different. That's yeah. that's another thing. It's like it's they're hitting. You know what? Now that I think about this, they're doing what the Attitude Age did back then. The Attitude Age back then started like that real thing. AW is doing the same thing now, where like AW they're giving you like that real stuff. Yeah, and it's it works, man. Like that real wrestling, like it gets you involved. Exactly. Like get like more involved into the show. Like yeah. I like AW. I'll watch NXT every night, even mm-hmm. if I'm watching a replay. But I'll sit through AEW, and I've sat through a few of them now, and fucking wow, yeah, exactly. Good and the fuse, like the Cody and Lance Archer this week, I love that she pulls yeah. up with the truck and then run that big truck, and he that suit, and just takes off his suit and it just goes right after him. I love it. The fact that you weren't red bottoms is a little weird, but that's a that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, the reason we got into this here, too, they're talking about Luchasaurus. And, like, after that match, like, Luchasaurus went out there and was talking shit with uh, MJF. And from out of nowhere, Wardlow picks up Marco like nothing and just baseball swings him into the guardrail. I saw – yeah, I remember that. I thought he broke him in half. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it looked like. And then – Lucha going right after Wardlow. And I was like, this needs to happen. Like, we need a true big man fight on this show because there hasn't been one. Is War, uh, Wardlow, is he like tag teams with MJF or is he no. like a, he's a solo thing, right? Yeah. Okay. The only, he's had two matches, I think, in the last six weeks. And one was at Revolution versus Cody. Oh, no, no. That was pre-Revolution because he fought MJF at Revolution in that cage match, which you need to go back and watch because that was one hell of a match. I definitely will have YouTube TV, so I can literally go all the way back to day one of AEW. Okay. I, I literally might do that. <laughs> that is like one of the better cage matches I've ever watched, though. So. And I'm Definitely going to watch it. Man. He fought somebody just no name just to show his power. And then that was it. I mean, the dude is a monster anyway. That's what that that's all I know about. Because he did like that when he almost killed the guy. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> the Lee Johnson or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. And Lee Johnson was on this show too, right? Yeah. He fought uh who the hell did he fight? I have it pulled up right here. Uh MJF. Yeah, MJF. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad for Lee Johnson, but hey, that's how you start. Yeah, but I think coming up at Revolution, or not Rev, all double or nothing, Jesus, I'll get with it one of these days. I think the women's belt might change hands. I think her... Really? Uh, Sheeta can take it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much, but... I think it's going to happen. The fans are starting to like Sheeta a lot more, especially because she's been there every week. Oh, we're kind of breaking up here. Okay, can you hear me again? Okay, I got you. Hold up. Well, the good news is it's recording on my end, too. Okay. 
So you're getting a good a good one over there? Yeah, we're we're good. I got you. Okay. And but anyways, she is getting a lot of respect from the fans too. And if you are kind of a weird like Comic Con style guy, give her a follow on Twitter because she posts a lot of that stuff. Okay. So I'm definitely gonna follow 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 her. I I like her. I, yeah. That 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 match was pretty. I, I didn't think it was spectacular, but I, it was good. It was yeah. fun to watch. It was definitely fun to watch. Um, I will see. I've 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 never seen what's her name, so I don't I don't know her. Oh, Nyla Rose. Yeah, Nyla Rose. Okay, yeah. Just think of her as like the Nia Jax type of wrestler, just all power. Okay. But if it works, I mean, hey, before her time, but maybe this is a. This yeah. is what Vince wants for Nia Jax over there in AEW, and they mm-hmm. hate me with her, maybe. Oh, dude, that would be one hell of a fight between those two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. Right. Hey, you never know. Maybe you'll see that someday. I don't think so, but maybe you will. <laughs> right. Maybe. But once again, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy looking dominant as a tag team. They're years and years as wrestlers, man. Oh, yeah. You know? Of course you have. And Kenny, Kenny has tag team experience. Obviously, Matt Hardy has tag team experience. Yep. And they just, to me, it's just two old veterans that understand what they're doing. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah. You know, like, they don't need anything. I, I don't know if they're calling the match. It'd be kind of interesting to know who actually is calling the match, if it's Kenny or Matt. I don't think the other guys are calling the matches, but no. if it's between them. Obviously, it's between them, too. Uh, yeah. But... They they know what they're doing, and mm-hmm. they it works. Like their styles work too. It's not like their styles are completely different either. True, and also to see like a throwback Hardy maneuver where like Matt gets on his hands and knees and does the or lets Kenny run up and do the backsplash like the whisper in yeah, the wind yeah. like Matt Hardy or Jeff Hardy used to do, and then it triggers Jr. because yeah, yeah. you can hear it in his voice. He wants to call it that, <laughs> but he he can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> So. I love J. JR is classic. Those classic, yeah. like those little, every once in a while he goes, ding, ding, and he does a little right jab, a little yeah. left jab out there. You're like, all right, JR, see you. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he mentioned, he goes, Matt Hardy's brother, and I was like, oh shit, he's going to go there. And he goes, yeah, when they were growing up in North Carolina making their own gear, <laughs> I'm like, you got to stop, dude. You're going to go down a road. You can't say anything. And he catches himself, or Shivani will jump in. And cut him off. Jared, just such a nice guy that to me, I think he forgets about all like the contracts. Like to me, he's just so patriotic and he's like everything he talks about or the way he like what he says is very natural. You can tell that that, like that's who JR is. Like that's not a gimmick. That's JR. Like he wears a cowboy hat. (laughs) Like that's him. Yeah. I'm just waiting for one of these days to see like Arn Anderson come out to the ring and be like, Welcome to NWA. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up a little bit there, didn't you? <laughs> Just go. Hey, get, get back in the backstage, buddy. <laughs> exactly. You're on we'll a five-minute break. <laughs> we'll bring Taz back out. <laughs> yeah, I did, that whole uh, Darby Allen thing with Taz was kind of cool. Yes, I do like that. I like how he's trying to take him under his wing. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I, I like that a lot. And it gives – um. It gives like Darby Allen like that, 
the person to rely on, you know, mm-hmm. like the person to carry him without actually putting him in the ring with him. Right. Exactly. Like it, it gives Darby Allen free range where like when he goes to the ring, it's Darby Allen and then backstage he's like talking to Taz and that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. It, it, it gives him someone uh, credible next to him. Right. Yeah, exactly. Unlike the next match where you had everybody's favorite loser in MJF versus Lee Johnson. Some, bro, some people like him. If you go yeah, online, yeah. some people love MJF. But hey, he's just doing <sighs> what he's supposed to do. You're supposed to hate him. I know. I, <laughs> I just can't get I, I will never be on that train. I wasn't even on that train when he was a face with Cody. I mean, I didn't really like him that much. So I don't I don't remember him. You know, like I I I didn't see enough of him. I I, I don't know. Like yeah. I I've never really I, all I know is that I've seen him I've heard about him I've seen highlights of him uh yeah. and the past 3 weeks every time he touches a mic he either makes me hate him or he is hilarious one or two Yeah But then I got I guess you can say this like I I know he learned from the best in the next match in Chris Jericho yeah. That I mean, a well, lot he, of people base their careers off of his career. So he he learned from Chris Jericho. I'm guessing. I'm. I, I know that he had one of the. Um. What am I trying to say here? He's one of the reasons MJF came to AEW, like he did, just because he wanted to be Jericho. with Jericho. Okay, I see. What but you're he's saying. not in the inner circle. He never will be. Oh well, I can't say that because. Yeah, we don't knows. never say never. Bro. Exactly, um, but he, I, I, I don't think he needs to be in the inner circle. So I don't think you'll ever see that. No, you might see his. He, he might get his own faction. That's how big he is. Yeah, maybe. Or he's getting. He might have his own. Well, I mean, he has Warlord already, which seems to be like his side, yeah. you know, right hand man. Yeah. So maybe he's a faction eventually. The Dandy Squad. <laughs> But are they gonna do? You know what would be real interesting? Maybe mm-hmm. they put them two with uh, EC3. Oh, you might be onto something with that. You got, tag team. you got a tag team. You got, and then you got three singles. Yeah. You got one, two, three, four, five, five inner circles, five two, right? Yeah. Jericho, Jack, Sammy, and uh, Latinos. Or what's oh. their name? I I call them Latinos because they're Latinos. Proud, and, like, proud and powerful. Yeah, and then you got obviously Man. the five. Uh, you can't people. call them Latinos. They're like two guys <laughs> from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> they're Latinos, bro. They're Puerto Rican. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> I know. I make fun of it because Don's from New York, so. Every time I hear that, I was like, Puerto Ricans from Brooklyn. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. Don's new favorite everyone, tag team. Everyone from everyone from, from Brooklyn is Latino. Yep, you guys exactly. Uh, and all Latinos are in Mexico. Never mind. Uh, that's, that's a fucked up joke. Uh, <laughs> but you got to go there. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but... I will say this, out of that Chris Jericho fight, did spawn the interesting stadium stampede match. Yeah, that is pretty cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really understand the, the like what they're trying to do, but it's going to be a street fight inside of a football stadium. That's going to be wild. Yeah. Because you know how big Jacksonville Stadium is. It's like the biggest in the NFL or one of them. Yeah, it has to be one of them. An 80,000-seat venue that's completely open to them to do whatever they want. We're the worst team in Florida, but whatever. Hey, well, let's (laughs) – I can't disagree with you because I don't like them because I used to be a Colts fan. Okay. But then I look at Tampa Bay's record, which I used to like them back when John Gruden was the coach. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have anything against the Dolphins, but they've been kind of down there in the basement for a while. No offense. Uh, all right, all right, whatever. This episode's over, guys. I'm I'm out of here. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, I have no nothing against them. So, I mean, I watched the show Ballers, and I became a fan. So, we're we're garbage. I'm getting a 2020 Dolphins Super Bowl tattoo on my right, my left shoulder, this year. <laughs> Going to be 2021 though. <laughs> yeah, we're garbage. Yeah, I still I have them in the playoffs, but that's it. That's just me. Yeah. Well, speaking from a Bears fan, I mean, we've been picked to finish three and thirteen, so who knows? Yeah, I know. We'll see. Yeah, but but the good the good news is we're getting sports back. So exactly. Hey. And speaking of comebacks, Mike Tyson is going to be at all or nothing or double or nothing. Yeah. He's, he's going to be uh, giving the belt to the winner between Cody and Lance Archer. Throw back to the Stone Cold Mike Tyson days. Exactly. If he comes out in a DX t-shirt, I'm just going to lose my shit. (laughs) And you know what? They seem like the type of guys that would not care, and he definitely is one of those guys that would not care because anything that Mike Tyson has to tell you, he can tell you with his left and his right, and I don't want to catch any of those any day. (laughs) Exactly. And have you seen the videos? Have you seen him training once? Yes. He's in super shape, man. (laughs) I mean, shave that beard off, you're going to look like the same guy from the 90s. Yeah, bro, those hooks are still lethal. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm like, yeah. what is he going to do in AEW? I mean, he can't throw any lefts or rights to anybody because you might actually hurt somebody, but <laughs> you see him pick up Lance Archer and throw him out of the ring. <laughs> I would love to see that. Oh, my God, dude. I would Snatch love to see ponytail some... off his head. Like, do, do, do... You, like, you, you don't like Archer? I do. I actually am very impressed by him. But that hair's got to go. <laughs> you saw how Cody put his hair and, like, choked him with his yep. toe hair. I was like, I hope he does that in the actual match. <laughs> right? I mean, no offense to the guy, but you're not Bianca Belair, bro. You're not going to be coming in there swinging your hair around. <laughs> Which I love what she does, dude. She's so, I I like it. That's her thing, right? Like it actually works. It's it's pretty cool. It actually works. Yep. I like the whole like swinging the hair that she does. It's pretty cool. But like for him, no, no, for him, I don't know if the hair has to go. But like, it's not. I hope yeah. they start using the hair as a as a thing. Right. Well, speaking of facial hair and hair that's weird, Brody <laughs> Lee. We mentioned him earlier. Oh. Fighting the Fallen Angel, one of my nostalgic favorites from when Impact was good, Christopher Daniels. Um, it was kind of a squash match in that. Like, I know it was a setup to get Moxley to come down there. 
it was still a good match. Yeah. Danny still did his did his things. I think uh Yeah. Brody Lee definitely takes bumps. Oh yeah. Maybe he might be tired of taking bumps, but uh well, I yeah, don't know. He, he, he wasn't used that much in WWE, if you remember. So he's probably still a little fresher than we think. Yeah, he wasn't used much, at, especially at at the end. He did have the tag team. Uh, what was her name? With uh, uh, what was Rowan. her name? The what? With Eric Rowan. Yeah. Uh, some the something brothers. Um, and I thought it worked. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a great idea. Like, I, it, it, that's how good he really is. Yeah. Another, that's a very, I think, out of all the guys that are in AEW right now, mm-hmm. not a shot on Moxley, but, like, Moxley was going to be Moxley anywhere he went. Exactly. Or, like, or like he was going to be good wherever he went. I think, like, that gem that you say, oh, AEW, like, hit something here, it's him because – He's a guy that was not used in right. WWE, correct? So, like, exactly. that really shows the how good AEW really is, that mm-hmm. they're using it correctly, and it works. Like, it's working. Right. And I – first of all, that Daniels, I love that they put him up against him because he's experienced. People like him. Yeah. Uh, it gives you, like, that, well, Brody is a real deal. Straight to the point. Yeah. So, like, you're not building Brody Lee up. He's already built. I mean, that's that's why it works. Yep. It wouldn't have worked if you had to build this guy up from the ground up. Hell no. Especially, too, because I think JR said it. Like, he came in that knowing that he's not the one, two, or three. That He just went right up to Moxley and said, I got a problem with you, and I want that belt. Yeah. Because you don't yeah, see – this isn't – it, it's not fake. It's real. No. Like, he's a big guy. He's good in the ring. He's always been good in the ring. He's never been bad in the ring. Yeah. And I want the belt. Like, I'm here. What's up? It's yeah. my time to shine. Like, let's do this. Yeah. And then, I mean, you didn't, have, you didn't have to beat the guy up and steal his belt. Whatever. I think it's pretty cool. But, eh, I'm not, not super excited about that. Yeah. It's pretty cool that he stole his belt and like, whatever. I I... I don't think it helps or hurt him. I just don't – I don't think it matters. I think people want to see him succeed. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think they're going to give him the belt just yet. I think it's still Moxley's turn. You think so? I think so. It's only been one pay-per-view and only a couple house shows like since he's won it. Jericho had it for over six months. Well – I say that it was like more like right at six months because he won it at the first dynamite. So, um, I think they're heading off the belt. I I don't know yet. I, I think do, they are, and I, I and I'll I, I'll tell you why I think they are is because uh, Jericho had it for six months because he's Jericho. Yeah. Right, Moxley. And now Brody, I think the fact that AW's champions have been it, was Jericho the first one. Jericho's the first, yep. Well, Jericho, then Moxley, and now it might be Brody. Maybe it's not Brody. Yeah. Um, 
But if they do give it to him, that's kind of like AEW saying, so Jericho has it. Then Moxley's a guy that left WWE, came over here. We gave him the belt. Now Brody, you gave you gave him the belt. Mm-hmm. And if he's successful with it, what does that say about yeah. you know, the Well, that's the thing too with like Moxley didn't come like after Jericho won the belt. Moxley was there from the beginning after his release because he came in and immediately attacked Omega um, Omega, at all out. And then no, that was double or nothing. The first one. Shit. That was was the first double because he, he put him he put him through or he did, he he did his finisher on like the, the chips. Yep. And then it was another month before Jericho even won the belt because they didn't have it yet. So I see Moxley retaining for a little bit longer because he's kind of the new face of that organization. He's the one that all the crowd is behind and everything. And hell, it's only been, let's see, it was March, March 23rd when I think they he won it. So it's only been two or three months. And he hasn't had that much exposure with it. I mean, they shut the shows down maybe a couple weeks later after he won it. So I think he retains. Yeah, you might be right. And they, it would make sense to build a a bigger feud, or maybe they just build a feud with someone else. Exactly. I think it might kill Brody Lee's character, though. That's why I think that's another reason why I think he's going to get it. Right. Well, now we're kind of getting into that time frame where we're going to have to cover NXT pretty quickly because Danny Miami's got a little bit of a meeting here shortly with this same uh, same. Sure. So I don't want to I don't want to rush it, but a couple things to cover on there. I know you watched the show, correct? Yeah, there's there's not. It was I I think it's a setup week for the coming yeah. week. It was a, it was very much a setup week. Uh, you had the Matt Riddle and uh, what's his name Thrasher. Yeah, Joe Thrasher, Tim Timothy Thrasher, Timmy, uh, Timothy Thrasher feud, yeah. whatever. I, it's dumb. Imperium uh, won the belt. Imperium, I love him. That Imperium won the belt. Yeah, I and I like that because I think that gives a uh, space for. Um, Undisputed to yeah. move to the main roster. I think that's where it's going, but Adam Cole's got to give up that belt sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and we'll see with the whole Velveteen Dream thing. I don't know who they're going to do, but... Velveteen's uh, due. Velveteen is really due. Yeah, but he got he might have caught been caught in some pretty... Oh, yeah. I heard about that. We'll just keep that on the sidelines. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what they're gonna do, but I mean, Velveteen is very much due. <clears throat> yeah, and Velveteen is one of those guys that in NXT has grown on me because I didn't like Velveteen before. Yeah, I don't know why, but but I I like him now. I it, I I didn't like his. I I felt like it was like gold dust, like they were trying to do like a gold dust thing, and I was like, eh, yeah, I don't know if it works. I don't gold know dust works. meets Rick Rude almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, <laughs> ah, whatever. But he's. He's amazing in the ring. He's he's oh, yeah. cool in the ring. For he's sure. Doing the mic, so right he, on. He's 
Um, and then what else? They had another interim NXT Cruiserweight Championship title uh, tournament match. That yeah. two of them, and they were both just spoiler matches. Yeah, it was Gallagher, Gallagher, and um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Swerve Scott. Swerve Scott, and then it was, uh, and then it was Nice and Atlas. Yep. And Atlas, Atlas, Atlas did win, so he actually is the only one out of those two fights that gets to go on and try to challenge for it. Yeah. Um. The other one was just an elimination match. Yeah, it was a. I think the the I I looked at the bracket before and like I think the other brackets kind of like already decided. So I think it's gonna yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think the top guy is gonna be. Uh, I want to say Japanese, but God forbid. Akira Tozawa. Yeah, Tozawa. Yeah. Um, I think he might be Atlas Tozawa. I think it might be Atlas. I want Atlas. Okay. I like um, Atlas. I Zawa. I, I I like Tozawa too. So either one of those two, I'd be happy with. But I I I think it's gonna be Atlas. And there's also, and forgive me for butchering this name, that El Hijo del Fantasma. Yeah, El Hijo El, El Hijo del Fantasma. But they're doing some, uh, some sort of. Uh, did you see the 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 black masks? Guys that like keep showing up. Oh, they're kind of doing like a dark order type thing, yeah. Yeah, they're doing something with him. So, like, I don't think they're gonna get. Like, I don't think that's in his future. Okay. He might I mean, eventually. It is. He's gonna get the belt eventually, probably. But for okay. now, I think uh, it's gonna be either Atlas or it's gonna be Tazawa. Right on. I say Tazawa. Yeah. Been around I mean, longer. Again, either one. I, yeah. I, they're they're both good in the ring. So and I don't watch the the cruiserweights enough to really be like, you know, I like one or the other. I yeah. Guess yeah, it's kind of hit or miss with me too. Yeah, I mean, I I'll, I'll watch it, and every time I watch it, they're like real cool, and like they're good in the ring. They're amazing in the ring. I mean, everything they do is. But I I, I'm kind of chubby and fat, so like you won't see me. <laughs> wheels anytime soon or likewise <laughs> so but, you know yeah but that was pretty but much it kind of yeah uh, Killian Cro- or Killer Carry On Cross didn't show up he Finn did Ballard a he did a vignette that was it um Finn Balor did have a match with uh Cameron uh, Grimes yeah yeah but and, Damien Priest interrupted. Yep, Dave. So they're going to build a, a a feud with him now. Yep. The Gargano, it seems like Gargano is going to get Keith Lee. That's the way it's looking. And Candice is going to get Mia Yim. Um, or it's... So. I want Candice. I want Candice to get the belt. That's what I want. Okay. That's I like what her I, new hairdo. <laughs> I, I really like what they're doing. I don't know if she's heel. I think Gargano could pull it off. I don't know if she could pull it off. And I think yeah. Gargano is taking away from her. But yeah, uh, I like that they're trying to do it with her. Right on. I like that much. Because it's, it's original. It's original. And it's like a real 
you can believe what they're saying because like she sure. kind of is like that gatekeeper yeah kind of so like she is due it's like and she's been due like for yeah. a while now <laughs> exactly for a while. So, let's hope she uh hope she shows her face and actually wins the belt but <clears throat> Rhea and Charlotte are going to be uh, pretty two pretty big obstacles. Yeah, and Rhea, <clears throat> Rhea's. Uh, I think eventually Charlotte will will pawn it off to Rhea in some sort of a match, oh, yeah. like in a takeover, something like that. Um, and it's going to be a great match. Um, but yeah. eventually Rhea will take it, and then I, I think what they should do is it, they're doing like the whole in your house takeover, yep. which I, I thought was pretty cool. June seventh. Streaming on the yeah. WWE Network. <laughs> <laughs> well, boom, that's two. Not a sponsor. Mark them down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, I think, uh, I think they're going to do like, I, I would like to see them do on TakeOver if they're going to do like Charlotte Rio or the Triple Threat match. With have, Yeah, so have Candice interfere mm. with something in the likes of like, Take Charlotte out of the view. Yeah. So put Charlotte back in the main card. Um, not not because I don't want her on NXT, but she's a main card. Like she's she doesn't mix with these younger. I don't think it, it doesn't work. Yeah. I think yeah. it I, I just don't think it works. I understand why they're trying to do it with Rhea. Yeah. Um, yeah. but like have her interfere, have Rhea take the bell, and then start some sort of like triple feud or something like that. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I we'll see. Well, I look Triple H. I don't care how you do it. Just put the bell on Candice. There you go. <laughs> you heard the man here, Triple H. If you're listening, I don't think he does, but one man can hope. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty close I, to wholesale. Drive on down there, man. Put a little bug in his ear. <laughs> I'll so. drop a old school. Uh, Could we, we get the recording on an old school cassette? And I'll do a drive-by cassette handoff. <laughs> I'll have Donnie make that happen. <laughs> but, That'd be epic. Yep. But I think that's all we got for this week. Yeah, bro. So It's been it, awesome. It has been, man. I'm glad we could do this, even though we're hundreds of miles away. So, Hey, that's why the internet was invented. Exactly, man. So until next time, we might be bringing Rock on Tony in with us. It might be Carlos and Tony. You never know. We're going to keep things kind of fresh every week unlike the wwe has been doing <laughs> one more shot we're not uh we are the aw of podcast we're not exactly the raw and smackdown of podcasts that's a great way of show, looking at it i love it so <laughs> all right man so i think we're gonna sign off so all you out there have a great weekend enjoy some wrestling if you haven't watched it this week and follow us on twitter facebook listen to us on spotify and um, Apple Podcast. All right, brother. I'll catch you later. Yep. Later.